My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy Radio Show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. And of course, thank you for being here throughout the week, every week, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning. You know, interestingly enough, there's a lot of people out there that are just today becoming aware of getting healthy. I think a lot of us just figured we had plenty of time and you know it wasn't something we needed to focus on now because you know honestly and I mentioned this before I remember being young and going to family reunions and you had that one group under the tree at those tables that had the walkers and the canes and the crutches and the oxygen tanks and all that kind of stuff and I remember personally thinking to myself oh my goodness that's so far away You know, and today, we see people today suffering with a lot of health problems at a much, much younger age. Many of those one-time, quote-unquote, old-age geriatric health problems are no longer afflicting only the older group. We're seeing them across the board. And so it is something that we have to be focused on. It is something that we have to keep our mind directly focusing on. And I think that the more that we do it, the more that we are focusing on our good health and well-being... I think the better we're all going to be able to be down the road. So every day here, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning, we talk about the relevant topics for today's world. I bring you the best guest in the industry. And by doing that, I think it allows you to get a whole bunch of up-to-date, relevant, truthful information that you can use on your journey to get as healthy as you possibly can. I think it's much easier to do your research when you already have some really good research on the board. So that's what we do every day. I then send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Stay Healthy locally here is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They do it right. They are a fully packed full service store. When you go there, being as confused as we can be today with all the misinformation, they're going to help you disseminate and walk through the misinformation. They're going to lead you down a road that is more detailed, more focused, and with an understanding that will allow you to be able to see and feel and make the results that you're trying to make. That's important, you know, because there's nothing worse than trying to do it on our own and then finding out later that we were doing it wrong and we weren't even focusing on the things we needed to focus on and we wasted a lot of time, energy, and money. Stay healthy keeps you on course. That's why they've been so successful for so long. 
You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston. They're open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Call them at 877-2494-877-2494. Schedule mail order services. Oh, and they'll even get your order together for you so you could just swoop in and pick it up. Let's face it, we're busy. We've got a lot on our plate. I know I do. And I know most of you do as well. Plus, it also allows for ease of delivery one way or the other. Don't forget about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Listen to any of the radio show broadcasts. They're always on demand. Uh, Print a coupon to use in the store and enter your email address for future newsletters. All good stuff. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, your one-stop full-service location for everything that you need to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. Well, today we're talking about mushrooms, not the kind on your pizza, not the kind in your Philly steak sandwich, not the kind in the salad bar, but the kind that might just be able to make your life a little better, a little healthier. Nobody better to talk about mushrooms with than my friend Tom Dedant. If you haven't had the distinct pleasure of hearing Tom in the past, you're going to enjoy this. Let me give you a detailed background on his, on his life and his world and what he has brought to this industry. Tom has spent the last 50-plus years of his life immersed in the natural foods movement and the dietary supplement industry. In 1970, he began as an organic farmer on the Big Island of Hawaii, went on to own and manage a vegetarian restaurant in Honolulu, produced fresh organic fruit and vegetable juices for an MD's patient and retail outlets on the island of Oahu. For the past 27 years, Tom has represented major supplement companies as a science educator and an herbal storyteller. He joined the host defense education team in May of 2017 and began educating retailers and consumers nationwide on the benefits of mushrooms as dietary supplements. In 2019, Tom trained over 1,200 people in person, traveling over 75,000 miles nationally, and presented live webinars to over 2,400 attendees. He is a fifth-generation descendant of Charles Dedant, who was instrumental in developing the modern-day Beehive Box, and who started the beekeeping supply business now known as Dedant & Sons in 1863. Tom is a grandson of M.G. Dedant. His cousins, nephews, continue to run the business in Hamilton, Illinois. Tom carries on the family beekeeping tradition by speaking to beekeepers nationwide about host defense's partnership with Washington State's University Entomology Department and their groundbreaking research using mushroom mycelium to combat colony collapse disorder and the events of the Verota mites in honeybees and native bees. So interesting. Help me welcome my guest. Good morning, sir. I had to take it off of mute. <laughs> Good that. morning. I'm doing. I Good do that all the time. I do that all the time. I'm guilty. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I am doing wonderfully. It's an absolutely gorgeous day here in Santa Cruz, California, where I live. And I just um, it's funny you were talking about the bees because I have a, you know, we we have some experimental stuff going on with the mushroom extracts and feeding honeybees, and so I have my own little. Um, feeding station out in my backyard that I feed the bees every morning, a little bit of mushroom extract and uh, with sugar water. Cause that, that's what gets them attracted. And it's so funny. They're, they really are like, like pets just about there. They're waiting for me in the morning. They know I'm coming out with the, with the sugar water and the mushroom extract. 
They fly all around me when I hook it up. It's hanging from, it's like a, almost like a hummingbird feeder. Um, so I'm having a great day. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. You know, the thing is, as much as I adore and I respect uh, the bees and what they do for us, I'm deadly allergic. And, yeah, um, and some but, people are. But it doesn't affect my respect for what they do. Yep. Well, I had people ask me all the time, aren't you worried that they're going to sting you? And, you know, I grew up in a beekeeping family where my grandfather, as he aged, he, he did what's called apotherapy, where, you know, he had arthritis. And from work in hives and everything else and then running the company because he was that was, you know, the family company. And he would just go out to the beehive and get a bee and have it sting him where he where the arthritis was the worst in his hand. And in a few minutes, he'd be fine. I, I could, you know, I'd watch him with, where his hand could hardly move and then he'd have the sting. And the next thing you know, he's got full mobility. So it's for me, it's a very different world. You know, I was watching um, a piece on social media the other day, and I guess these people came home, and um, almost overnight, this gigantic um, cluster of bees was on their front tree. And they were getting ready to just take a fire thing out there to kill it. And uh, the neighbor said, you know, you can call someone. They will come and safely uh, remove them. And they said, we didn't know that. So they called this company that's here in Las Vegas, and the lady came out. And she was barely clothed because they sent, you know, pictures as well to this person who did this little video. And she basically put down hives and she found the queen. And before you know it, everyone had transferred over to the boxes that she had. And she safely removed them and took them somewhere where they could do what they need to do. They say, "Um, I'm not sure how they all of a sudden out of the blue appear. Maybe it's a stress. Maybe they're looking for a new queen. I'm not sure. I never understood that. Yeah, well, usually it's usually it's the fact that the old queen in the hive has gotten she's gotten old. She's getting getting to the point where she's not laying as many eggs because that's her only job. That's once once she's born, she has her maiden flight. She mates with several drones, and then she goes back into the hive and she just does nothing for the rest of her life but lay eggs and get fed and waited on by the you know people people talk about oh she's the queen well. Yeah, but think about the job that the queen has. All she does is she mates once and then she lays eggs the rest of her life. So you got to have a little sympathy for the queen in that respect. But <clears throat> when she gets old, the hive will, they sense it, especially the nurse bees will sense it. And they'll create new queen cells by feeding special, you know, what they call royal jelly to those cells. And that will turn the what would have normally been a worker bee into a queen bee. And then when that queen is born... Um, she'll go out on a maiden flight and she may take a whole bunch of the hive with her once she's mated and they go find a new location uh, Uh depending on the the strength of the hive and so on. So that's what a swarm is. A swarm is just a a new queen looking for a new hive, a new place to set up shop, so to speak. And they, they really do. Once they find it, they're all over it, but they're super docile at that point. They're, they're only, mission is to keep the queen warm to protect the queen they don't sting they're they're clustered around her if you've ever seen people pictures of people with a bee beard um it's literally because i've I've done it and so is my grandfather i've had pictures of him with his with his bee beard where you can just take his they take a little tiny cage and they put the queen bee inside this little tiny like it's almost like a little miniature box that's like a necklace you hang it around your neck and the bees just glum all over your face all over your chin all over your chest just trying to keep the queen warm wow it's an amazing experience it's like it's the owner of 
of fungi perfecti and host defense mushrooms, Paul Stamets, um, is a beekeeper, and he loves doing that. And what was really interesting is when he when he had that first experience, he said, boy, now that's a real buzz. I bet. I bet. No pun intended, right? No pun intended, right? <laughs> it's like you can feel your whole body just kind of vibrates from that from the buzzing of the bees. Well, you know, I've been talking about you coming on today and uh, letting everybody know you're here. And uh, Marge had said that she really wanted us to talk about some of the powdered blends. Before we yeah. talk, before we talk about them, is it better to do things in powder, or is well, it just it, another delivery? Well, it's it, it's it's both actually. Um, here's the, here's the, the bottom, the real bottom line of it is, is that sometimes you want to take a larger serving size. <clears throat> you know, sometimes you whether whether it's just because you want to do what in in you know herbal practice would be called a loading dose where you're you're taking a larger mm-hmm. serving size to begin with to really get the effect going in your body and then you taper it back or you just you're you're working on something and you want to take a larger serving that's a lot easier to do with a powder <clears throat> than it is with with a capsule mm-hmm. so to give you an example a half a teaspoon would be the equivalent of of three of our capsules so if you took a teaspoon, it would be the equivalent of taking six of our capsules. Well, it's much easier to sprinkle a teaspoon worth of uh, powder onto into a smoothie or onto cereal or into soup or something like that than it is to swallow down six capsules for some people. You know, for others of us like me, who you know, I look at a handful of this stuff and it's like, okay, I'll divide that into three and <laughs> wash it down with some water. Um, other people just don't like swallowing capsules, and the powder is just a fantastic way for them to get what they want. And it, it's it's very benign, very neutral in taste. It's not like it has some nasty, terrible flavor. So it's, it's very much easier to use. And the, the real benefit there for a lot of people is that it's much more economical. Since we're not going through the process of having to encapsulate the powder, it's just the same stuff that would be in the capsules but we're not going through that extra step and using the bottle and the whole nine yards. It costs us a lot less, so we pass on that savings to the consumer. All right. Well, I'm going to mention a powder, and I thought the way we could do this, because there is quite a few, is you could give, <laughs> a, you know, a few paragraphs on that one, then we'll go to the next one. And then, of course, they can go to Stay Healthy and have a more detailed conversation, because sure. um, I, I have to get as much out of your brain when you're here, because I enjoy you so much. We could talk all day. Uh, thank you. Um, let's start with with chaga. Now, that's an interesting. All right. Now chaga is a chaga is a very interesting mushroom in the fact that it grows primarily like on alder and birch trees like that. It, it, it its habitat is what they call the circumpolar region. So that's the like the with, within those upper northern latitudes, like grows all over Alaska, Canada, Russia, Siberia, places like that, um, where there are these huge birch and alder forests. Um, what you see, which most people think is the mushroom, is a, it's a, it's a, some of the mushroom's rooting system, which is called mycelium. And that mycelium will come out of the tree that the mushroom happens to be growing on and then form into a really hard, crusty thing that looks like an old chunk of coal. Uh, they call it a conch. And that was used in, in you know, primitive cultures and it, throughout Russia in there is part of their herbal tradition for treating um, all kinds of, of, you know, health issues. Uh, there's a lot of scientific evidence around some of the potency of the chaga mushroom. So the, the chaga mushroom is, is great for helping with your skin. Uh, it has a, it works, what it really works on um, 
deficit is the epithelial cells in your body. It's very, it's very supportive of epithelial cell health within the body. So anywhere you have epithelial cells, which means your entire skin, um, the lining of your lungs, the lining of your intestinal tract, that's a, that's a place where chaga is really excels as a, as a mushroom. Is this something you could take every day? I'm going to ask you on all of these. So, Yes, absolutely. Um, what, what you have to keep in mind is, is that, you know, again, it's, it's, um, it's, it's serving size dependent. You know, if you were taking a huge serving size every day, I'd say, no, that's not a great idea. Um, just because, you know, there's a certain amount that's, that's an optimal serving size, and then there's a certain amount that's like, okay, now you're really overdoing it. Um, and if you were going to overdo it like that, you'd really want to want to make sure because these are this is not like you mentioned earlier. This is not like the mushroom you're going to find on your pizza. Um, th- th- these mushrooms have a lot of, of biological effects within the body. And if you're going to take it in that large of an amount, a really large amount, you really want to do it under the care of a, of a practitioner who knows what they're doing. Um, but that being said, yes, you can take it every day. I've been with the company now and I was taking their products before I joined the company. Um, so over five years now and every day, not a problem. All right. Second one, lion's mane. One of my, uh, one of my favorites. Lovely lion's mane. And it, it, it's an absolutely delicious mushroom. You couldn't do this with chaga. It would be like trying to chew on an old piece of charcoal. Um, <laughs> but, but you can do this with lion's mane. Lion's mane is an absolutely delicious gourmet mushroom. Um, a lot of people say that it, if you saute it in butter, it has a very much of a, of a lobster-type taste and texture to it. Um, lion's mane is, is called sometimes called the smart mushroom because many, many of the research pieces that have been published and studied and peer-reviewed all talk about its ability to stimulate the, the, the regrowth of brain cells or stimulate the repair of brain cells and to stimulate um, the uh, interconnectedness of those uh, axons and dendrites within the brain. Now, so it's, it's, it's wonderful for memory. It's wonderful for cognition, things like that. Everybody at all ages could benefit from lion's mane. You don't need to be, as they call as I'm in the category now of being older, which I just don't want to admit, um, it's, um, you know, there was a time when they would say this is for older people that are already slipping. I don't think that's right. true. No. no, absolutely. I mean, prevention is prevention is prevention. Um, and, you know, like they say, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Um, in this case, it could be just a few grams of prevention could be worth pounds and pounds of, of cures. Um Lion's mane is, is something that's not just only doesn't only have the cognitive um, support act, you know activity to it. Uh, what they found is it also supports the microbiome, our, 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 which is our all of our probiotics. So it's a prebiotic. It's something that will support the microbiome and help it to be healthy and vibrant and and active. And it's also something that that supports the tissue of the digestive tract, which is which is fascinating because. What are, when, we, when we talk to people about having our gut brain, right, we, we say we've got two brains in the body, literally. We've got the one that sits on top of our shoulders in that, you know, bony protected case. And we've got the one that digests all of our food and contains all of our microbiota. And what they're finding is, is that so much of what goes on in our intestinal tract controls or has a major influence, at least, on our cognitive function, our thinking, our mood, and so on. And what they've found is, is that in, in human clinical trials with, with healthy people, that it actually 
help to support a much more balanced, stable mood. Uh, they've got studies showing that it helps people get a better, deeper night's sleep. Um, so it's not just for it's not just for memory and cognition. Although some of the studies on memory and cognition, you know, adults aged 50 to 85 had remarkable um, improvement in their memory while they were taking it. Now that's the here's the one real. This is this is the important part for people to understand this, and it goes back to your is it is it okay to take it every day? It's a functional food um, in this in the sense that whatever is in there is there's something in there that is helping the body to function in a much more balanced way. So it, it, it's, it's a food that can be taken on a daily basis. Now, when they did the human clinical trials, they saw these beautiful improvements, both in mood and sleep quality and memory and cognition. Uh, when they stopped taking it, the results still persisted for about a month, but then they started to go back to where the, the baseline of where the people were before they started taking it. Next one, and I, I could go on Lion's Mane all day, but um, this is another yeah. one that I think is very, very cool because it really gives people kind of a little bit of a smorgasbord, which is the Stamet 7. Okay, Stamet 7 is, this is this is Paul's blend that he made for himself, and it's why we call it Stamet 7. So Paul Stamets, for those of you who don't know him, is a mycologist. Uh, he's got over over 50 years of experience as a mycologist. Um, started out selling mushroom growing equipment just to be able to build the capital to make a company that now does what we do, host defense, and that is sell mushrooms as supplements in the in the natural supplement industry. And this is his favorite. This is his favorite blend. It's a daily immune support blend. It's seven mushrooms, and those seven mushrooms were chosen specifically because they not only every one of them supports immunity, every one of them is a prebiotic. So it's supporting our microbiome, our primary immune system. But each one of those mushrooms also has scientific research pointing to the fact that it has a support for specific organ systems or specific functionalities in the body. And one of the things that he did early on was he did a study himself, and, and it was published in the International Journal of Medicinal Mushrooms, um, talking about how when they, when they looked at the effect of combining the mushrooms, there was a synergistic effect that was greater than the sum of what it would have been if they were taking each of those individual mushrooms separately throughout the day. So there's, there is a synergy that when you blend mushrooms together like that. Can you mix more than one of these together? You know, someone just chimed in. She says, I use the Stamet 7 powder. She goes, but now I'm listening to you, and I want to add the lion's mane on top of it. Is that okay? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I do it every day. Uh, just just so you know. It's um, it's one of those things that, you know, I have my own favorite mushrooms, and I, and I take them every single day. Uh, but it's also, you know, if there are times when I when I think, okay, you know, I'd like a little bit of a boost here, or I'd like, you know, maybe once a month I'll go for a week or so with one certain mushroom, and then I'll say, okay, that's enough for that right now. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Again, remember they're functional foods. So it's like saying, okay, well, I'm I'm eating apples every day. You think it'd be okay if I had a banana? Oh, okay. That 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 helps. That that makes it a lot easier. You know, I, I think the thing is, uh, the hard part will be deciding how to use it. You can't cook with this. That would probably destroy it, but it would be okay to add it to food, correct? Well, here's, here's what I tell people. <clears throat> um, and, and it goes back to how we actually create the powders themselves. 
Um, the, the, the powders come from having grown the rice or the mushroom, excuse me, on rice. So we use organic, um, certified organic and, and non-GMO and everything, uh, brown rice that we culture the mushrooms on. Now, culturing um, is, a, is a good term because culture actually implies that what the rice is doing is that it's eating, it's digesting this, or not the rice, excuse me, what the mushroom is doing is that it's eating this rice that it's growing on. So we're using that as a growth substrate or growth medium. And when it grows on that growth, on that growth medium, it, it has to secrete enzymes to digest that growth medium so that it can assimilate the nutrients out of that medium. And this is what mushroom mycelium does. It's, it's the most fascinating substance in the world. It, 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 it is literally one cell thick threads, if you, will th if you want to think of it that way, that comprise the mushroom mycelium. And they can literally, in a cubic inch of soil, for instance, you could have up to eight miles of mycelium. So think about that in a cubic inch, one inch by one inch by one inch. Um, you've got eight miles of mycelium. That's how <clears throat> intricate it is. And that mycelium is the living body of, the, of what we call the mushroom. Well, usually what we see will be the, the whatever comes out of the tree or what comes out of our lawns or, or whatever. That's the fruit body. That's the, that's the reproductive organ of the mushroom, if you will. The, the, the persistent part of the mushroom is the mycelium. It's that rooting structure. And it's different from plant roots because plant roots are passive. They just absorb what's in their surroundings. The mushroom actually digests and then assimilates. So when you, when you grow it in rice, for instance, it's digesting the rice and it's secreting all of these enzymes and these what we call culture metabolites or compounds that it's using to break down all of the different things in its environment. It's also where its immune system is. So it's secreting all of these beautiful immune compounds. And that's where the, that's where the magic is. That's why host defense is quite different than most mushroom companies on the market, because we really do hang our hats on the idea that the mycelium is really where most of the magic is occurring. Yeah, the fruit bodies are wonderful, and there are some compounds in the fruit bodies that are fantastic, but the mycelium is the, is, is the enduring part of the mushroom. So that's where we want to get all of those beautiful compounds, and that's what's coming in the rice. So think of it like yogurt. You know, you take – I used to have a vegetarian restaurant in Honolulu <laughs> way back in the 70s. And we would make our own yogurt. So at, at night, we'd take the milk and we'd, inoc we'd heat it to a certain temperature. We'd inoculate it with a spoonful of yogurt. And we'd put it on a nice warm place, cover it up. And the next morning, we'd come in and it would be a, an entire crock of this beautiful, wonderful yogurt just overnight. That's a fermentation process. It's actually the milk being fermented and changed by the enzymes in the yogurt. The same thing is happening with the mushroom mycelium. It is literally fermenting and digesting the rice and that is what we use as a once it's gotten to the point where we know it's completely consumed as much as it's going to consume that's where we stop the process and as part of stopping that process is heat treating it so i know that's a long answer but it gets back to your question so because we're heat treating it we do take it up over 200 degrees and for most people the only the only caveat i tell people when they're when they're using mushrooms with their cooking is don't don't boil it um, you know, take whatever you're doing. Say, may, say maybe you're making a soup or a stew. Uh, you you finish, it's cooked. You take it off, it's still nice and hot, but it's no longer bubbling and boiling. Now you sprinkle the mushroom powder in it, and it's not going to hurt. It's, yeah. It works great in coffee. It works great in tea. Um, <laughs> we, 
when we've done trade shows and we've, we've demoed the powder, um, we've had people come up with a cup of coffee and say, will that work in my cup of coffee? And we're like, absolutely, here, let me sprinkle some in. And, and some of the powders, which we will we'll cover, I hope, have herbs mixed in with the mushrooms and give it a nice flavor. So, yeah, there's many different ways you can use it, including cooking with it, as long as you're not boiling it. What do they taste like? What do they taste like? Um, generally speaking, there's a, in, in, it's, it's interesting. In Japan, <clears throat> they have a, a, a distinct flavor that they give to mushrooms. They call it umami. And umami is that, it's that sort of an earthy flavor. Now, some people don't like it. Uh, and, and, and I can understand why if, if you're using just the mushroom or especially just the fruit body of the mushroom, because the fruit body of the mushroom has its own particular aroma and, <clears throat> and flavor, if you will, based on it. It's almost like a wine. It has a terroir. It's like, where's it grown and what's it reflecting from, from what it's growing on? But when you're growing it on rice and then you're grinding the rice up with the mycelium, um, it's just think of it as a kind of a very sweet, bland flavor. That's about that's about it. It doesn't the mushrooms don't impart that much flavor to the mycelium and the rice. So it's quite it's quite bland, kind of a little bit of a sweetness. So we would treat it like um, put it in a smoothie, oatmeal, yogurt, pudding, Absolutely. juice, yep. you know, anything like that, or maybe All of some, the above. Yeah. You know, if you're doing a stir frying, you've already put it on the plate and it's cooling down. You could add it to that. You know. oh, once you once you turn the flame off, yes. Um, generally speaking, within a very short period of time, you could sprinkle it in. Um, we use it. I use it a lot when I'm making a soup or a stew as a thickener. You know, rather than using you know rice powder or agar or things like that, I'll just use the the mushroom powder. Okay. Next one, um, reishi or reishi. Oh, reishi. <clears throat> reishi is the is the king of the mushrooms, if you will. It's, it's called the mushroom of immortality because in traditional Chinese herbal practices, they, they, were, they were very much of an empirical sort of a situation, you know, way back then. They, they learned by observing. And that's where all of science really goes is you, you have a thesis and then you actually prove it by doing something and observing the result, right? So what they observed with reishi was when they gave reishi to people um, they saw specific things that it did in those people's bodies. And one of the things that they saw was, wow, the people that we keep giving reishi to, they live longer, they're more robust, they have healthier cardiovascular system, they have healthier circulatory system, you know, their immune system seems to be stronger, they're just more robust all over. And reishi has been you know, very much researched and shown to be an adaptogen which helps to uh, adaptogens primarily help to take us out of that fight or flight syndrome. That so, and believe me, nowadays, whew, everybody seems to be living in fight or flight practically um, in one level or another. It takes us out of that. It drops us out. It helps the body adapt to stress and, you know, not be so thrown off kilter by, by stress. And it helps the body to metabolize and get rid of the compounds that stress creates in the body. One, you know, one of the noted ones would be it, it helps with you know, modulating or balancing cortisol levels in the body. So it's a, it's a great all-around supportive mushroom. Um, cordyceps. Another, cordyceps. Another is, favorite of mine. Yeah, now cordyceps is, a, is, is what they call an entomopathogenic mushroom. That's a, you know, that's a great Scrabble word, entomopathogenic. Um, basically, what it means is is that it doesn't grow on trees or dirt; it grows on insects. <clears throat> so, 
we like to laugh and call it the zombie apocalypse mushroom <clears throat> because it, it grows on these uh, it grows on insects and cordyceps is a, is a is a fascinating mushroom um, they've done so many studies on it as far as its support for respiration so it helps the somehow helps the the airways in the lungs to relax so that you can breathe get get a deeper breath you can get more air coming in and at the same time it seems to support the alveoli in the lungs, which are absorbing the oxygen, so oxygen content can go up. So it's a it's a for for sports enthusiasts, for people who are jogging or, or cycling, you know, any anything where you're you're really getting your cardio up, it's a wonderful mushroom because it's helping with oxygenation, it's helping with relaxing your lungs, it's helping you get more oxygen into your lungs, and and so from that point of view, it's it's a it's a fabulous mushroom. It also helps to what they've found in studies is that it helps to um, balance and modulate mucosal secretion within the lungs so that your lungs are not like filling up with mucus. <clears throat> it's, it's, a, uh, it's an energy mushroom, so it's been used, at, but it's not, a, it's not a stimulant. So don't think of it like, okay, I'm, cordyceps is going to be like drinking a big cup of coffee. Not at all. Uh, but it does give the body more energy from an ATP level, the adenosine triphosphate level, which is our, that's like the fuel that, that our cells use. To, to run and run the body. And every cell needs ATP, and every cell can actually benefit from the fact that cordyceps is helping with the production of ATP. You know, they, they came out with some kind of specialty powders, which are kind of interesting. Uh, brain and body, microbiome, brain energy. These kind of see a little bit more condition-specific, but I'm sure they would mix and play well in the sandbox, if you will, with the others. Oh, absolutely. All, all of them, one of the things that, that they all have in common is they all have lion's mane in them. Oh. So that's a, you know, that's, that's a great base, if you will, of like having lion's mane as the mushroom of choice uh, along. And sometimes you'll have reishi in there, and then you might also get a, a little bit of, of turkey tail or chaga, depending on the blend. But primarily it's reishi and lion's mane, and then it's mixed with specific herbs. So, you know, we could look at, at, at brain energy, for instance, and we know that some people, you know, they like that little kind of hit of caffeine, uh, but they're really not, you know, like for me, I can, I can take a small amount of coffee, but if I take too much coffee, it really throws my stomach and my digestion off. It's just my body's not happy with it. Yeah. But things like yerba mate or green tea, that source of caffeine, for some reason, because of because evidently of the carrier, what you know, what it's bound up with, like you know, green tea is very different than the coffee bean, um, even though they both have caffeine. Um, so what we've done is we've mixed lion's mane with a little bit of yerba mate, and then we've added in some some bacopa or some some. Uh, 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 <clears throat> what do I want to say here? We've got, you know, in our in a brain in our in our brain formula, we have bacopa and ginkgo and coca cola. In the brain energy, we have, you know, different herbs that we've got in there to, to help the brain work more effectively, if you will. So, the think herbs that will help with focus and concentration, herbs that will help with uh, memory and recall, along with the lion's mane and the reishi. So it, it just it, it's a it's a four and, and a little bit of like I mentioned the yerba mate. So it's a little bit of a stimulant, uh, but it's mostly there to just kind of kick the brain into okay I'm ready to go here we are. 
then you've then you've got you know that's brain energy. You've got brain and body, <clears throat> and that's a, it's you know again it's a significant serving size of lion's mane in the recommended serving, along with what would be closer to a um, a chai type blend, if you will. So like turmeric and ginger and a little bit of black pepper and some cinnamon. And those are those are more of the, the sort of the Indian idea of a chai. So it, it's like you're getting the, the benefit of the mushroom plus the benefit of the turmeric and the ginger, which kind of work hand in hand. And it's a really great uh, blend to support whole body balance and functionality. So, so each one of those, what we call micro, but micro botanical, so micro for mushroom and botanical for the herb, they're all carefully researched to blend specific herbs with specific activity and, and flavor profiles along with the mushrooms that would support the same sort of activity. So let me ask you this question, um, and you let me know if you think this is a, a really good, valid question. Is it good to move around and try different things, or is it better to decide what you're looking for and stay with it? <laughs> Boy, that's a loaded question. I know. <laughs> um, actually, I think it's a wonderful question, and I think that really what what it behooves people is to, you know, find out what works and what doesn't work. I mean, I know in, in the 50-some years plus that I've been in the supplement industry, I've gone through multiple different supplement regimens, and some of them have fallen by the way because I'm like, okay, well, I tried that for three months and I don't really notice that much of a difference, so I'm going to give it a rest. And some of them have been so profound that I'm like, nope, I'm taking that every day. Uh, you know, some of them are just that I know research-wise. Like, you know, I like to get out in the sun and, and work in the garden and go surfing and do things like that, but I still take vitamin D because I know how important it is as a nutrient. So the same thing is true with the mushrooms. There are some of them there that I definitely will, you know, now that I'm familiar with them, they'll be in my regimen for the rest of my life. Um, others of them I'll take periodically just because I, I know what the, the effect is going to be. I know that it'll, you know, add a little bit of support where it's, where it's needed at a certain time. So the same thing is true with the powders. Uh, and we have some pretty amazing powders. The, one of the powders that I think is, is just the, the unsung hero um, for a lot of people, especially right now, is our uh, mycobotanicals complete calm. And complete calm is is one of those beautiful products for people who say, well, you know, I'm, I, I sometimes I don't I, I don't get to sleep really well. I, I can't I can't go to sleep right away. And complete calm is one of those powders that is just literally helps you. It's got passion flower. It's got California poppy. It's got skullcap. It's got these beautiful herbs that are very, very supportive of a, of a good night's rest and help you help to bring you down out of that, you know, like we, like we mentioned earlier, the fight or flight response and into that realm of like, oh, I'm so relaxed now. I could just close my eyes and drift off. And that's exactly what you want. Mm. Um, I do want to touch on, on one more thing before we go any farther. Um, um, the greens and the mushrooms. Yes. Is this a daily product? You can take it as a daily product, mm -hmm. yeah, because most people most people are taking greens. And right now, what's, what's what I find always interesting, Jeff, is the fact that you know most greens are looking at the idea of oh, I'm taking kale, I'm taking kale. That's great. That's all, that's all I need. I've got kale. I've got kale. Well, yes and no, because. The, the, the deal with kale is the fact that if you're eating a lot of raw kale, and I've 
had many friends who've had this happen. Um, kale is very high in oxalates. And oxalates are, are, you know, think of them as like little tiny crystals of glass that, you know, it, it's why we cook spinach um, instead of just eating raw spinach all the time, because those oxalates can become very irritating to the digestive tract. And so, you know, all of this kale, 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 you know, kale to the chief. Um, <laughs> to me, I think it's like too much oxalate. So when you look at the greens, we're not using kale. We're using we're using basically stinging nettles and another wonderful green called moringa that comes out of the Ayurvedic tradition. And moringa is just like so loaded with nutrients and so loaded with other compounds that are so beneficial to the body that it's, you know, it was treated by ancient cultures as a survival food, as, as a, you know, like a whole nutrient type food. The same thing with nettles. Nettles has always been used as a survival food. <clears throat> One more question. Um, yeah. Empty stomach. Can we chit it with a little bit of juice? Like I do a lot of my things with like apple juice or pineapple juice oh, yeah. and I'll shake it up in a shaker cup and just slam it. And I, okay, I'm, I'm done. Check it off the list. <laughs> okay. What it tastes like that's going down now. Right. Um, I do that the same way. And yes, absolutely. Yeah. It, I wouldn't tell somebody to take a, you know, here, take this teaspoon and just, you know, take the powder and good luck. Hope you get enough saliva to, to bring it down, to wash it down. No, you can mix it with juice. You can, you can put it in a shaker. You put it in a smoothie. Again, it's a, it's a question. If you like to do greens and, and I think greens are an absolutely wonderful thing. I have tons of greens in my diet um, and not just, you know, not just powdered greens, but like, raw greens and, and cooked greens, depending on the green. Um, I think they're a, a fabulous addition to the diet. And I know most cultures, when they look at, at, at the cultures around the world in what they call the blue zones, where they live longer lives and healthier lives, they tend to eat a lot more greens uh, because they're, they're so nutrient-dense and so nutrient-packed. But that being said, it's like, yeah, if you, you know, any way you can get them in is great, but with this, the, the, it, it's nice to be able to just take it, mix it with a little bit of a smoothie, or mix it with, like you say, pineapple juice is nice, or apple juice is nice, um, and then mix it that way and drink it down. You know, I, I think that these are great. I think they're going to give people, and the labels are beautiful, by the way, and people are going to understand exactly what they are, so that's pretty cool. Um, I know Marge wanted us to talk about elderberry. Uh, we got a little bit of time left. Elderberry's okay. obviously been very present. Um, mm. Why elderberry? Why in a mushroom category? And maybe why synergistically use them together? Okay, so extremely good question. So elderberry traditionally um, has been used as a, an immune-supportive um, fruit. And especially supportive of the immune response in the respiratory tract. So there's a lot of research and evidence of the fact that, that elderberry um, in many of its different forms, and that would be like elderberry extract or elderberry juice or eating the elderberries themselves, although they're, they can be a little bit tart, um, is a great way to get the benefit that elderberry brings, and that's, that's some really tremendous respira upper respiratory support. So, you know, what we conceptualized was the fact that, look, there's so many great studies. You can go out and, and go on, on, on websites like PubMed, P-U-B-M-E-D dot G-O-V, and that's a, that's a peer-reviewed research website. 
And people can go out there. You can do. You can find so many amazing, fantastic studies. You have to be kind of a science geek because they're all written by scientists who are doing, you know, experiments and studies. So it's not like it's a. It's not like reading the Sunday paper. Um, but it is. It is fascinating. Some of the research that's out there, and there's plenty of studies on elderberry and its ability to support upper respiratory tract function, and also to support the immune system, uh, especially helping the immune system to be vigilant and, uh, you know, aware of what, you know, what's going on within the body. Uh, so that's one of the things that really supports elderberry, uh, you know, the use of elderberry. And then we combined it with um, three mushrooms that we really felt were going to be essential to, um, to supporting the same sort of functionality, especially immune function. So we, we've got chaga and turkey tail and reishi in the, in that blend. Um, Elderberry, daily use um, or seasonal? Um, yeah, elderberry, it, predominantly what I look at elderberry as is, is a definitely a seasonal use. We're, we're definitely going into elderberry season um, because that's when our immune systems are a lot more challenged by, you know, what's floating around in the air, by what's, you know, by the fact that the temperature is changing, it's a little chillier, It's we can tend to get chilled, we can tend, you know, so to me, that's when elderberry really shines. And where elderberry for me also really shines is for people who, who maybe have had their immune function is now not as strong as it used to be. So for, for elderly. And I don't like to think of you or I as being elderly, Jeff, so that's not, we're not, Thank I'm not you. talking about myself. Um, however, <laughs> <laughs> everybody can benefit from elderberry going into the, to the winter season. Um, especially, you know, going into fall and winter when the, when the season is changing, even, even where you are in, in beautiful and always warm Las Vegas, uh, you do have seasonal changes that can be reflected in the way people's uh, lungs are responding or the, their upper respiratory tract is responding because you're releasing other things. Other things are being released into the environment just by the nature of the plants and everything that grow in that area. Um, and sometimes it's even just the, you know, it's, there's, it, it, there's a windier season and it's stirring up a lot of dust and in the dust are all kinds of, of particular things that might present a challenge to people's respiratory tracts. Somebody just asked me, they said, you know, does your body get used to these, you know, and then when you stop taking them, you see a difference. And I, I, I think our, it's, with all supplements, your body benefits from them. And when you take them away, they're going to miss them. Well, yeah, and, and exactly. It's, it's, this, it's the idea of a functional food, really. Um, with the human clinical trials that they've done, let's, let's take lion's mane, for instance. And they did a, they did a small human clinical trial uh, where they solicited um, participants, women, who were feeling depressed. They were feeling anxious. They were feeling like their lives were not, they weren't, they weren't in control of their own life, that they, you know, they just didn't have, they didn't have it together. They just felt like they were losing it. And what they did is they made little cookies out of lion's mane that they would give these women, you know, in a concentrated form, not just, you know, not just like eating the mushroom. Uh, but the, the little cookies had lion's mane extract in them. And what they found was that literally within less than a week, they were feeling profound changes in their mood and their feelings of anxiety were re re reduced. And at the end of a month, everybody in the study was reporting an improvement. Now, they cut the study off at the end of the month, and, and the effects lasted for about another month. And then 
So that was, you know, it was like a washout period where, okay, now the now all of the compounds that you were getting access to by eating that mushroom um, have now stopped because you, you haven't been putting it into the body. And, and so, yeah, it'll, it will wear off. It'll, it'll, you'll, you'll get to a point where you may not be experiencing the very noticeable changes that you were hoping to experience when you first started taking it, but it doesn't mean they're not occurring. It just means that you've now reached a different level of, of functionality, if you will, where the, the mushroom is, is now it's so much a part of your daily regimen that you're, not, you're maybe not noticing all of the different supportive things that it can be doing for you. But when you stop it, yeah, you, you'll, you, definitely you will find that there will be, just like with any supplement, like you mentioned, you know, if you, if you stop taking vitamin C um, and took in no vitamin C, you'd, eventually you would definitely notice it. You, your body would be telling you, hey, wow, what, what are you doing to me? So same kind of thing. You know, I think the interesting thing about mushrooms is every time I thought that I had learned enough to fully understand them, I get a curve thrown and there's new information and new studies and new delivery systems. And it's something that um, I'm pretty tuned into because I really do respect what they do for our good health and well-being. And I think the frustrating part is I think there's a lot of people that are just starting to learn right now. But it's something that, you know, once you start taking things, you know, once you're taking one and you see a difference, you're like, ooh, what can I take now? Mm, oh, absolutely. And, and again, it's like... It, you can really think of it like a like a you know like a, a smorgasbord, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, or or you, you go into one of the buffets in Las Vegas, for instance, you know, and you get all of this different food. It's like, oh, well, that was good. I wonder if this is going to be good. I think I'll try that. I think I'll try that. You know, uh, so it's the same thing. The mushrooms. Uh, there are certain mushrooms <clears throat> again that I take, like I said, every day, like the lion's mane and the cordyceps and the reishi and the and the chaga. Um, you know, and that that particular combination, reishi, cordyceps, and chaga, um, are what we in a product that we call Breathe, which is a very specific respiratory support product. Um, and I love that product; that's probably one of my favorites. That and a, a spray that we have. So we do have we have different delivery systems, and the powders are one of the most economical ways. And it's also a great way if you say, well, okay, you know what, I. I, I know we're coming into the winter season and I really want to just boost my immune system mm -hmm. and give it as much support as possible. Um, I'm going to do a Stamet 7 powder, for instance. And that's, that's going to give, allow you, if you do a teaspoon, you're going to literally get the equivalent of taking six capsules. And the, the recommended serving size is, is, is four capsules. So it's like, you're, you know, you're increasing your serving size without any have, without having to swallow extra capsules. I sure. love it. I love it. They're, they're, it's such a great line, and it's put together so wonderfully. Um, we're up against the hour. Uh, it always goes so fast with you. It's because it's, So fast, yeah. I know. <laughs> you look at the clock, and it's over. Thank you once again for being here. I always look forward to our shows and can't wait to see you in person. It, it's absolutely a pleasure. And, you know, if, if people have questions and they want me to answer them next time I get on, have them send you the questions and we can talk about them next time. That'll be wonderful. Stay healthy, my friend. All right. And you, sir, and everybody out there listening. Thank you very much for your time. Be well. My guest today, Tom Dedant, isn't he just awesome? Uh, he's just so much fun and he just makes it enjoyable because this is a pretty technical topic. 
So it's a little little hard to kind of suck it all up and, and learn this because it's pretty technical, but he makes it fun and enjoyable. So let's go ahead and um, visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store and ask about host defense, the powders. We talked about the elderberry. He even slipped in the breathe product today. So awesome products, everyday low prices on the entire host defense line. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Your one-stop full-service location for everything health and nutrition. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Actually, if you're standing in the parking lot and you're looking at Smith's on your way in to do your shopping, look over your right shoulder. You'll see Stay Healthy Health Food Store. They are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. They are in their fourth decade, and they have been here through all the craziness that we've been through, through all the learning curves. Um, they're continually educating themselves so they can help to provide education for everyone that goes in. They are a full-service, fully-packed store. They carry only the best of the best, you know, transparent formulations that are good for us as a consumer. They're real strict about who they carry in the store, and you know what? Makes me love them even more. If you haven't been to the store in a while, go on in, check it out. They've made some great changes. The store looks beautiful. Uh, don't forget to uh, ask them about uh, the drawings of the month. Uh, they'll definitely be doing those um, every single month. Um, this month, they've got Dr. O'Hara basket and a Nature's Way basket. Um, so some really good things to put your name in for. And, you know, this might be your time to win. I mean, these baskets are really well put together. Lots of good stuff in them. So definitely do that. Don't forget to go to the webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Print a coupon to use in the store. Enter your email address for newsletters. And on top of that, listen to any of the radio show broadcasts. They're always on demand podcast. And they're there for you to listen to on your schedule. 702-877-2494-877-2494. Uh, You can schedule mail order services. You can also schedule for them to have your order ready so you can swoop in and pick it up. All good stuff. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, your one-stop full-service location for everything you need to get as healthy as you possibly can get. Be well. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.